Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. with the small talk big thoughts podcast i'm your host ebony griffin so happy that you are joining me for any new listeners i want to thank you as well and also encourage you to share the podcast go and share 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 if you hear something you like share with others if it's something that i've said that you would have shared with someone share it with others um sometimes people listen to other people's voice over ours and it's just a fact of life I tell people things all the time they might ignore me but if I share something that I have said to them or God has said in the voice of someone else then there might there is a likelihood of them saying oh yeah that's a new idea or I should do this when ultimately it's something that they may have heard over and over again so anyway share 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 it is greatly appreciated now this is the last episode on prayer the prayer basics right and this is number five here there's so much more that I can say about the prayer basics Because really, prayer is the core of our relationship with God. It is how he speaks to us. It is how we speak to him. And it is how he speaks through us to other people. And so if you're not praying at all, or if you are saying little gummy bear and cotton candy prayers, and let's just say you've been, you know, outwardly saying that and and you know professing that you're a Christian for 30 years 10 years five years and you are kind of giving like gummy bear prayers or candy cane prayers like oh god bless bless uh bless me okay that's wonderful but ultimately as we're expected, and I've said this before, we're expected to grow in our walk with God. So as you are living each day, you should be growing in your relationship with Christ and your prayer should get more in depth and more intense. And the way to do that is with the word of God. Now I said that before, uh, that we are praying God's word back to him and so the prayer your prayer life is going to intensify the more you are in your word again if you're not praying or you're saying you know little prayers and i'm not saying those little prayers don't work because i mentioned in the last uh, podcast sometimes the lord help me is all you need but it needs to be more you getting to know god intimately and knowing those his words that would be able to activate him listening and guiding and directing you with his words through prayer so there is a saying out there no prayer no power little prayer little power I'm saying that I'm encouraging you as I'm encouraging myself more prayer more power okay that's more prayer more power period all right uh now let's get to the word Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. 
the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. That's in James chapter 5 verse 16. That's from the King James Version. I like the Amplified too. This is what it says. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man believer is able to accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God it is dynamic and can have tremendous power now again that is a practice that I do I start off with the King James or the new King James and I might go to a another more credible Bible source and it is for understanding for a better understanding but just look at how the amplified word amplifies what is said okay and it kind of will resonate more in your spirit this is something that you know taking to account for bible reading and for getting an understanding of god's word i hear so many people say oh i can't understand i can't understand that's one of the ways that i personally review scriptures for a better understanding so now, as I mentioned before, this episode is going to be about why we pray, we pray, we pray, but our prayers are not answered. I covered a little bit of this in two episodes back, but I want to get a little bit further. In fact, periodically throughout the podcast for the past two years, uh, because it has been two years, whoa! it's been two years uh i have um praise god it's been two years i have talked about why our prayers go unanswered uh some of the reasons now there can be many reasons sometimes it's just like god is not ready yet right um but sometimes it's a little bit more in depth so i want to cover 10 reasons and i want to go through these quickly and i want to give scripture because that's what i do i back up what i'm telling you in scripture and the purpose of me doing that is so that you know that this is not ebony's opinion it's not ebony's recommendation this is biblical it's from the word of god and you too can go look it up and then i Go to God in prayer to say, God, how does this apply to me? So that is always the recommendation. That's always the encouragement on my behalf. And that is the way I have conducted this podcast for the past two years. So let me go through these quickly. Reasons why our prayers are hindered or not answered. Um, First, and this is in no particular order, uh, but the first is the absence of faith. Okay, prayers are hindered by unbelief and doubt. When we have no faith and we're just doubting, we're walking around not believing. It could be a not believing in God. It could be that you believe in God, but you don't believe he'll do whatever it is that he has told you that he would do. Um, and sometimes like we get a word and it, it, you know, we got the word back when we were 20 years old, but it didn't come to pass. And we start to doubt or we don't believe that it, it, that God said it. And that's really a tactic of the devil to put in your mind unbelief and to put in your spirit like, oh, God didn't tell you that. When in actuality, God did tell you he wants to do it, but it's just 
maybe not within his time. And some things we do have to wait for. So uh, one of the reasons why prayers are delayed or hindered is the absence of faith. And we are having unbelief and doubt in our mind. The scripture is James 1, chapter 5 through 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So did you hear that? That's from the King James Version, James chapter 1, verse 5 through 8. Did you hear that? Basically, this is saying that when we go to God, go boldly to God, ask him in faith, don't doubt. And if we do that, and, you know, he will answer our prayers. But if we go to God with doubt in our hearts, basically that's seen as double-minded to God. And is seen as unstable. And who wants to be seen as unstable to anybody? You clearly don't want to be seen as unstable with God. So again, let us search ourselves and make sure that we are asking for prayers in faith. Okay, with no doubt, with no unbelief there. Number two, prayers are hindered by pride and selfishness. Now, I don't have to go too, too far into this, but let's just be clear. When we are in relationship with someone, anybody, it could be like your relationship with your mom, your dad, your cousin, your friends. When they're, if the person is so self-centered, so focused on them, every time you having a conversation, everything just turns back to them. Well, I did this and I did that and da, 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 I, I, I. That is seen as selfishness and pride. And what, what do most of us do? We really don't want to hear all that I, I, I stuff. You know, and God is not different from that. If things, if we're prideful and we are selfish, he will close himself up to us. Now, we know that because that is why the devil was removed out of heaven. Okay, if it's not good and God ain't accepting it from the devil, he ain't going to accept it from us. So you want to get that pride and that selfishness. If that is your issue, you want to get that under control. Back in James chapter 4, verse 3, this is also the New King James. It says, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So again, this is asking for a prayer. Asking God for something, but God is able to see that we are asking all over, we're all over the place with our prayer. And it's really so that we could please ourselves. In that case, no, you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. We have to really be selfless and prideless when it comes to just life and living, just in general. It doesn't matter about prayer or whatever. The intention for our life and the purpose is for us to be be as selfless as possible and as prideless as possible. All of this pride, this, I got pride in that, and this kind of pride and that kind of pride. It got in here and that. It's, if it's prideful, then you know it's not of God. Let's be clear. And I'll just leave it at that. You can fill in the blanks on that because that's a whole nother podcast, okay? So, all right, next. Prayers are hindered by lack of love and compassion. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 13 in the King James says, Whosoever stops his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself. 
but shall not be heard. Again, this is, you know, one of those things where it is important for us to show love as believers and compassion. Now, us showing love does not mean that we are accepting of everything people do. Let's be let, let's be clear about that. We don't have to accept every single thing someone does, but we do need to show compassion and God's love for them. And if given the opportunity, like you don't have to go broadcasting, you're wrong, you did this, you did that, that's wrong. You don't need to do that. But, uh, you know, if given the opportunity and asked about a situation, if it's wrong, if you're given the spotlight, if you're put in, you get your five seconds or your five minutes of fame, you want to make sure that you 100% tell others if asked a question yo that is not right it is against God Um, and I believe you know this is what you would be saying I believe God said this and I believe it to be so so you can still show love and compassion but still share with others how things are not in line with God and how they can correct themselves I mean that is the love and the compassion of God number four now, in the last uh, couple of episodes, the, la- the the episode before the last one, um, episode three, we talked about uh, our prayers being hindered for disobedience. If you find this is the case, I said it during that time. I said it even when it comes to myself. You know, my my sole recommendation to you is to repent and get in line with God. It's, that's how, what I do. Again, we're living this life. God is perfecting us as we go. We are not perfect. He knew that we weren't going to be perfect. He knows that we're not perfect, but we have to show in our heart, a heart of purity and wanting to, to get it right. Wanting, wanting to try to get in line with God. And so it's important for us to have a daily, we need to be repenting daily for some Somebody that's like, oh, I do, you know, look, God expects us to really have a genuine heart and to search everything that we do. It's so many things that we do that offend God that we don't even know. So th- that's why, you know, you go to God and say, oh, yeah, I repent for or not even saying I'm sorry or I didn't mean to do that. And just thinking that I didn't mean to is OK. We really do need to have a sincere turning away and a sincere examination of the things that we may have done that may have offended God because God is so sovereign and he's so good and some and we're in a time where things have been dumbed down so we think that Jesus is our bestie and all of that stuff and he's a holy God he's sovereign and it's so many things that we do that are not good like he it it's a nasty stench to him and so it's very important for us to go and ask him for his forgiveness daily multiple times a day I do it multiple times a day like I can't you can't get enough like you can't get enough prayer you cannot get enough of repentance like you 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 should be repenting I know I do so anyway this uh scripture first John chapter 3 verse 21 and through 22 beloved excuse me beloved it is our heart If our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God and whatever we ask, we receive him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Now, I mentioned, um, you know, disobedience is not pleasing in his sight. So that's, of course, is going to 
it you know disobedience is going to hinder your 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 prayers our prayers is going to hinder anything that is sinful and we're doing and it's not pleasing to God as I said before it has a nasty stench to God it's unholy and he don't like it okay so the best thing we could do is repent get in line like first John says keep his commandment and do the things that please him how are you going to know what please them and what are the commandments cracking your bible open again that's first John chapter 3 verse 21 through 22 and that was the new king James number five we are hindered our prayers are hindered by family discord and strife. Um, this is coming from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Now, again, this is First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. That was the New King James Version. Of course, a wife could be like, okay, see, um, yeah, your, your prayer is going to be hindered if you don't listen to me, if you don't give me honor. But guess what, wife? Your prayer can be hindered as well. So you need to really be attentive. You need to be uh, giving reverence to your spouse and respect to your husband and your husband. Um, notice I said husband and wife, okay, uh, man and woman, husband and wife. So anyway, um, because our prayers are hindered when we are not attuned to them, when there is family discord, when there is strife, when there is a mindset of I'm just going to do what I want to do. I'm just going to, you know, and I'll let him know later or I'll do it and ask for forgiveness later. That type of mentality creates family discord and strife. And again, that is the reason why prayers go unheard and hindered. Number six, prayers are hindered by unforgiveness. Now, I'm, this is a big one. And I talked about this uh, in previous episodes as well. Unforgiveness is so big. Like unforgiveness blocks us from so much. Now, in my past, I, I, there was, you know, a person that I really had a trouble with. Like, I didn't realize how deep it was. Uh, but you know, I was, this was after college and I just, you know, was listening to some, I think it was Charles Stanley talk about forgiveness and, and I just broke down and realized that I had been holding so much unforgiveness from my childhood that that had created an anger in me. And, um, you know, now I wasn't, um, spiritual or anything growing up. I, I mean, I think I have shared my testimony in a sense of I didn't grow up in this church and all of that stuff. So I, but I know that I was feeling this unforgiveness, like in my spirit. And I just didn't, you know, just really didn't even want to talk about the person when the person came up and somebody may have tried to defend the person. I would just really be in a rage on the inside. Like I was just, I just didn't, I just had an unforgiving heart, you know, towards the person. And God dealt with me with that Charles Stanley episode, Charles Stanley, notice I said Charles Stanley, um, the daddy. And so, um, you know, I, I just had unforgiveness in my heart. Uh, but unforgiveness hinders our prayers. And not only does it hinder our prayers, but it causes like bodily issues. It causes ailments and uh 
illness, you know, um, and it's, you know, the bitterness, like unforgiveness can turn to bitterness. And, you know, it's been proven from a spiritual standpoint to cause arthritis. Now, I know that you're like, what? You know, um, but I'm going to tell you, if you suffer from arthritis, like if you got arthritis in the hands, arthritis in the legs, you really want to ask God to bring to your mind, ask the Holy Spirit if there is anybody that you are having that you have an offense with and um, you haven't forgiven and if he does bring someone to the forefront in your mind, I would implore you to forgive that person. I mean, truly forgive that person and let that bitterness go. And if you do, I believe, I believe in my heart that God will heal you of arthritis. Um, he would, he will do it now. You know, as I said, uh, for me, the unforgiveness caused anger. But it does open up. Unforgiveness opens us up to many evil spirits coming in. So it's like you starts off with somebody offending you. You can't forgive them. You feel like, well, you know what? I'm going to forgive them, but I won't forget. But then if somebody mentions their name or if you even hear their name, you just really just on the inside, cringing on the inside. That anger, you know, many spirits come out of that. Anger, depression, hopelessness, hate. These are things that are not in line with God. And so those are things that need to be corrected. They need to be prayed off of us. And um, God wants us to be free. He wants us healed and he wants us free. And in order to do that, I think, again, if you forgive the person, you can correct a lot of bodily things from a spiritual realm you your prayers will be answered yes but from the body the physical realm if you have some issues going on emotionally you can really have a weight lifted off your shoulders with forgiveness deliverance will occur you know i guarantee you deliverance will occur if you forgive uh, that's a big thing and it affects everybody. It's something that crosses cultures. It it crosses uh, into families, doesn't matter what age. And um, I just really believe that it's important to forgive. I mean, so many doors can be opened if you have a forgiving spirit. So um, I'll leave it at that. And again, if you guys want to talk more about forgiveness and how it affects the body, how it affects the mindset and mental health and things like that, I am open to discussing it. I listen, I practically do it every day because I'm a mental health therapist uh, as well. But it really has some spiritual effects and bodily effects. And it is important to break to break that. Uh, you don't want to go through your whole life uh, being in an unforgiveness or bitterness state. I mean, people are walking around here with insomnia and all kind of stuff because they haven't forgiven. And so, but we're not even noticing that unforgiveness is the issue. So anyway, it's important. Forgiveness is important. I won't belabor the point, but our prayers are hindered by unforgiveness. So go ahead and get it, let it go. Forgive them. Forgive the person. Number seven, prayers are hindered by unconfessed sins. Um, now, we talked about disobedience earlier. Um, this scripture is, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. That's in Psalm chapter, uh, Psalm 66, verse 18. It's just plain. Boom. It's plain as 
day, clear as mud, plain as day. If you got iniquity and sin in your heart, God ain't gonna, he ain't gonna hear you. He ain't gonna hear you. He ain't gonna hear me. It don't matter how special we are, how cute we are, how many degrees you got, how many kids you got, how, how your family look, how, how cute you are, whatever. He's not going to hear you. And we want to be heard by God. We want to be in relationship with him. Another scripture from Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2. Also, but your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Now, just in case you doubt it, Psalm 66 and 18 Isaiah 59 and 2 puts a whole stamp on it. Iniquity, not only is your prayer not going to be heard, it separates you from God. Sin separates you from God and God is hiding his face from you. Listen, life is too much to be dealing with on our own, to be running around here with iniquity and sin in our heart and doing disobedience and doing all kind of stuff. Where God is not listening to our prayers and hiding his face. He running from us. You know, get it together. It's important that we get it together and we get in line with God. So, again, that's from Psalm 66, verse 18, Isaiah 59, verse 2. And those were the New King James versions. Number eight, prayers are hindered by religion and idolatry. Now, this is power packed. I'm going to try to just make this one quick because uh, this needs to be a whole episode. Uh, it's power packed. Now, religious, a religious spirit and an idolatry spirit is has is very subtle. It's like that whole selfishness and that whole pride thing. Very subtle. They People make it seem like it's great to be prideful about things like, oh, show your pride. Show your this. Show your pride in the color and your pride in your gender and pride in this and pride in that. It's so subtle because you think like, yeah, I should be proud of what I do, where I am, what this. But it's so subtle and it has such a major impact on your life that you can become you can idolize it you it it could become an idol for you and um, things raise up in our hearts and become idols and God is clearly outlined to us that he is important you know he's the number one importance he should be in our lives anything that raises itself up against God um really is and has become an idol so anyway i'll say this if you have a religious spirit or you're idolizing people and things the one thing to do that is going to help you is to repent why you need to repent you don't want to keep going with it because it's hindering your prayers and as i said don't you want to be you heard you do you want your prayers to be answered do you want to be heard do you want to be in relationship with God uh do you want the Lord turning his face to you instead of away well if you want that then you you want to repent and not uh have a religious spirit on you or a spirit of idolatry where you're so focused and uplifting other things and people over God number nine and we talked about this um, two episodes ago, episode three, when we have prayers um, th- that are not in God's will, of course, our prayers are going to be hindered. Okay, you know, listen, I've done some crazy things in my life, and I recognize that, you know, uh, every day.
I recognize that. I realize that, you know, the things that I've done are crazy, but I don't ever go praying no foolishness about stuff. Like, you, you don't go praying crazy stuff that's against God on things. That's why it's so important for you to get in your word so you can know when you're praying something contrary to the word. Uh, but you want to go before God constantly and match his word with his will and your prayer. Okay. And so that way, you know, for a fact that you're in his will, because you're not praying something that is you, but you're praying him. And first John chapter five, verse 14 and this is the confidence that we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So, again, God's listening if we're asking in his will. How do we know when we're asking in his will if our will is aligned with his word? Um, then we pretty much it's a sure thing. Number 10, prayers are hindered by the lack of reconciliation. Now, this again goes with the whole discord and strife you running around and you got issues with everybody or you claiming everybody got issues with you that's a whole you need to have raised eyebrows if you're always at the center of somebody's confusion if you're always stuff is always pointed towards you um if there's you know I, there's people that i have known where i literally have called them walking division <clears throat> excuse me, walking division, meaning everywhere they went, it was division. Every, like, you you knew that there was not going to be any unity because they were in the midst. If that's you and there's no reconciliation, if there's offense and you just have this offense against somebody, again, going back to uh, forgiveness that I mentioned earlier, there's strife, there's conflict everywhere you are. You want to consider if it's you or if it's others. Sometimes it really is others, and then most of the time it's probably you. You know, you're the the main denominator. So it's always important for us to examine ourselves and find out, like, God, is, is this me? Did I create the issue here, or was it that person you ever hear somebody say well that job and that job so it's like every job you know like every job you've had or uh you know this person and that person so every group you get into you, you know all your friends had the same issue okay so if that's the case and there is a lack of reconciliation like you don't know how to reconcile you don't know how to unite and bring things together because you are always in the midst of confusion and chaos god is not an author of confusion so you want to really really go to god and ask him to reconcile those that have offended you and god will listen if you're sincere about that repent and ask god to forgive you if you've done something if it really is other people because like i said sometimes it is um, then ask God to soften their heart towards you um, so that they're able to see him and not necessarily you in the situation. If they're holding an offense against you, pray that pray for God to, you know, forgive them because sometimes they don't know what they're doing. You know, um, they don't know. And so pray for God to forgive them so he too can hear their prayers and soften their heart on certain things. Um, now, those are the reasons that prayers are not answered. It was 10 reasons 
Uh, I do apologize. I did make it quick. <laughs> I tried. I really did. Uh, but the big thought is, um, you know, being ignored is one thing, but doing things that separate you from God is another. So keep the list of these reasons, this, the list of 10 reasons why prayers are hindered or, and not answered handy. Like keep this save like save this uh keep it so it could be readily available for you ruminate it re ruminate over it and think about it in your mind um and because i believe it is something that will be helpful you know if not now in the future for you to know stuff for you to be able to encourage others um and if you find that any of these things apply to you Again, apologize to God, turn away from whatever it is, and begin to work on your relationship with him, and he will listen. And oh, um, I want to say this, if you find that you can't break or shake something, so like it was something, if you read through the list and it was some things that came to your mind and you're like, I've tried to stop doing this, or I've tried to turn away from this and I couldn't. You know, for example, like if you notice that you doubt a lot, like everything is doom and gloom and you just doubt everything and you have unbelief and all of that stuff. Or what if you put other put yourself above others and it's pride in this and pride in that and you're, you're selfish about stuff. And some people celebrate being selfish. If you notice that that's you, but you wanted to break it off you, or maybe it's a particular sin that you can't break away from, you know, like you've done some bad things and you realize that the things that you've done, maybe addiction, is repetitive and you can't break away from it. You can't stop it. That is a sure sign that there is a spirit on you for that particular thing and that you should be going to God asking for deliverance and to focus on removing it off you, like clearing you and purging you of it and getting that out of you so that way you can function and that's not something that you have that's preventing you from actually getting to God like getting to him um physically spiritually and you know cutting your relationship off you don't want to go years and years and your relationship is totally cut off so from God but anyway I hope you enjoy this series on prayer the prayer basics I've enjoyed talking to you about it again there is so much more I can go on and say about prayer I will say more prayer more power so let's get with it prayer is our lifeline to God our words are sharper than a two-edged sword and I recommend that you spend hours in your Bible learning God's word because that will equip you with your prayer life um, you know, God is activated in the spirit by his word. His word crosses barriers. It crosses generations. It crosses families. It crosses over jobs, careers, all of that. Whatever it is that you think is big in your life, it don't have nothing on God and a prayer of his word. Okay. So, you know, our words don't matter. His words are everything. Now, that is all for this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, good people. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts.